0: Three, two, one, and we are back. Julie, I'm really excited about today's podcast.
1: Yes, me too. Our mission is to keep them motivated, educated, ready to rumble, and to shorten their learning curve and their uh, earning curve, if you will, to get them into action faster.
0: You're throwing down the puns today.
1: Yeah. You know, back at it, <laughs> holiday weekend, time to make uh, hay while the sun shines. That's right. You
0: know, I almost forgot what buttons to hit to get the <laughs> podcast started after not doing a podcast for three days. I was yes. going through a podcast withdrawal. I know.
1: Weird. You figured it out.
0: So listen, guys, here's the bottom line. Julie and I are feeling incredibly motivated personally. We're motivating everyone in our business to feel hopefully the same, and we're going to do our best to convey that same emotion to you guys, because here's the bottom line. There never is a time of year that's better to be motivated than this time of year. Now, um, here's the bottom line reason why. Because your new year, your 2021, has actually already started. You didn't know it, but it has. And here's the reason why. And and I'll just give you this concept and the rest of you who have been living this way, knowing that your 2021 and your previous or your new year starts the previous quarter of the last year. You know what I'm saying here? I'm kind of tripping over my own words, but you guys get the concept. Here's the bottom line reason why, because most other agents start the to build momentum into the new year. In other words, they wait too long to get started. They'll rationalize the January slow. So maybe they'll start dusting off the, you know, their MLS number come February. And come March they actually start doing new work again trying to generate new business and then you got the same cycle that repeats itself they'll generate business they'll have a few uh, closings in the middle of the year then their business will drop off because they weren't consistently regenerating any top producer anyone who's been in the business for a long period of time knows that your new year starts at least the previous quarter of the previous year and that's what this is all about so here's the challenge we all have this year and if we're being honest. This has been a year of absolutely ups and you know, the biggest peaks and the biggest valleys as far as emotions. And we went from worrying about a global pandemic, which I realize that's still out there, to worrying about a depression, worrying about whether we're all gonna be trading, you know, marbles underneath the bridge versus, you know, living I mean the, the insanity that, look, aliens are supposedly social visiting. I just read there's
1: a meteor that's scheduled to hit on election day. <laughs> like, well, of course. Let don't. me guess. They're blaming Trump, <laughs> probably. But it was like, well, okay. What else have you got? Dare I ask? But yes, to your point, lots and lots of ups and downs, sometimes on the same day. Certainly, all in the same quarter, and and certainly this year. So, so
0: don't feel surprised yeah. if you're feeling a little bit exhausted emotionally. <laughs> That's really what I'm trying to tell you. That'd here. Make you normal. Yeah, that make you normal. Don't feel a little surprised if, hey, guess what? Turns out homeschooling kids isn't the panacea of you know emotional you know, release that you thought it would be. Maybe all these things that are actually accumulating inside of you. And it is wearing at your ability to stay motivated and stay focused at the exact time of year where you need to be motivated and focused. And so this podcast is probably going to take a day or so. It's going to go over 10 points that Julie and I wrote for you this morning that are designed to keep you totally and completely focused so you can accomplish your goals, not just for the rest of this year, but into next year. So of all the po- uh, podcasts we do, these are the ones that we get the most positive feedback on because we always seem to hit the nail on the head with regards to being tactical and practical about what our advice is. And that's really what this is all about. Julie and I do not spend a lot of time, you know, bemoaning the pseudoscience that is mindset. What we're going to focus on are the practical, tactile things you can be doing right now to make you money, get you into action. Because guys, at the end of the day, All your motivation, all the emotion uh, that you want to have as far as feeling motivated and self-directed and feeling free and all that comes on the other side of you taking massive action. And again, this is a wonderful time of year to take massive action, but trust me when I tell you, the headwinds are omnipresent everywhere you turn and these 10 points are designed to help you push your way through. Julie?
1: That's right. So remember that it is absolutely an inarguable fact that what you do fourth quarter is a major indicator of how next year will be. The whole year. It it may be the number one indicator, I would say. And we don't just know this from our own practice, but from hundreds of thousands of coaching calls with our clients and our colleagues, our friends, the other coaches, everybody is in agreement with this. So in other words, the opposite is also true. You botch fourth quarter. You pretty much started out your next year on a a, a, not a great track. Playing catch-up. Playing catch-up and how motivated are you when you start out behind? Right. It just doesn't even make sense.
0: And here's another little interesting idea. Obviously, we're focused on helping you guys make money, help people buying and selling real estate. But if you, like most of you, are not necessarily in good enough shape or shape that you want to be physically, you can apply these same rules. How many of you right now are telling yourselves that you need to get in better shape? It's a normal thing after COVID, right? Gyms have been closed. But how many of you are telling yourselves that? And yet, you have the same breath in your minds, of course. You're saying, well, I'll just do that January 1st right already already right you're already procrastinating at four months you're giving yourself a four-month reprieve on doing what you know you should be doing so stop doing that that's not how top performers in any aspect of life um, that's not how they act and so you guys got to adapt the behavior of people that are obviously like all of us want to be so Let's start out with a simple fact, and these are points that we wrote down. Oh, you know what? Before we get to our first point, I want to remind all of you guys, one of the things that we did starting in March to reinforce all of your continued success is we continue to offer the free coaching program. Now, I want to be clear because I don't want any of you guys to be confused. The free coaching program is a shadow of the normal coaching program, but it is a great way for you to get started, and it reinforces all the points that we're going to be making today. So if you've not joined the free coaching program, all you've got to do is text the word serve survival to 31996 text the word survival to 31996 and when you do we're going to text you back a link and with that link you can join the free coaching program part of the free coaching program is you are entitled to a daily semi-private coaching call that means you can be on a coaching call with hundreds of our other coaching clients and you can be listening to the questions they ask and you can ask your own questions of one of our coaches it's incredibly important you do that this time of year Opposed to what a lot of you are going to start thinking, I'll just get my act together and start coaching next year. Don't do that. Do it now. We've made it very easy for you. Just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Go ahead and text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Julie?
1: Yes, so point number one is become clear on how many real work days there are. We've been talking to you about this for the past 30 days or so, so this is a reminder. Technically, there are six, <clears throat> excuse me 16 weeks left. That's 112 days. However, if you just take out 32 weekend days, and I know sometimes you're working on the weekend, you're showing property, you're doing listings, but whether it's the weekends you take off or two days during the week, doesn't matter. Two days off per week, that's reasonable and normal. Don't be a weirdo and say, I haven't taken a day off in a hundred years and that's why you suck at your appointments, okay? Take some time off, refill the cup. 32 weekend days, I took out five days for Thanksgiving because the weekends already uh, counted about 10 days on and around Christmas. Halloween is already on a Saturday, so I didn't double count that. And so this doesn't even count any sick days, any other vacations or weekends or holidays or stuff you've got planned. So that leaves you at best 65 work days. So it looks like four months, it's barely two worth of work
0: that's right and you might be psychos like julie and i where you're going to say you're going to work even if it's considered a holiday week we used to make this mistake all the yeah, time yeah, we sold real estate But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you it's an exercise in futility because you might be trying to get things done but nobody else is that's so right. you it's just...
1: not all about you it's what the market's willing to give you
0: exactly so even even if you're really you know driven and focused yeah. don't allow yourself to um ease up on easing up because frankly those times where you take the day or the week off, when you come back, you're 10 times more focused because of the fact that you did allow your brain to do a little bit of reset. You might not be physically tired, but your brain is going to be tired of thinking the same thoughts repetitiously. Because remember, guys, it is true that repetitious repetitious boredom does pay off. In other words, you know, basically doing the same thing over and over again when you become a master of that particular task, that is the key to long-term success for anything. But it does not mean that your brain is necessarily wired to act like that. Your brain wants to be attracted to the novel. Like so for example, that's one of the reasons why Julie and I, if you guys listen to our Sunday podcast, we talk about the strangest, most bizarre things, and we do that intentionally because we want to yeah, essentially keep things interesting. So I'll find articles for Julie. I mean she found one. What was the one you were we didn't ta- we didn't do a Sunday podcast this last week, but what was the craziest one you found uh, that we well, were? I gonna-
1: there was the guy that was in the jet pack at LAX at three thousand feet and the pilots were like Am I seeing this right? <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, the tower's, like, telling all the other planes, watch no, out for the jetpack, guy.
0: Yeah, yeah well, someone else sent you it. an article about a, what is it, a jumping... A oh, jumping worm. A jumping worm. That'll come
1: out this Sunday as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, And then we've got the asteroid coming on election day. Right. So, you know, you you got to seek out things that are out of your wheelhouse to keep yourself from going crazy from all the, quote, normal news. Not that there's any normal news these days. Yep. But, you know, you've, you do have to refill the cup now and then. And I know that, especially for top producers, they've got this weird kind of badge of honor about hitting a wall and getting stressed out. And, you know, I, I think that's okay a couple times, but at a certain point, that's lack of business maturity to see that coming. Because here's the fact, when you come off of, say, a long holiday weekend where you have refilled the cup, you're so much better, not just for your clients, but your family, for yourself. So when I have coaching clients that are all weird about this, because we certainly went through that as well. you know, I remember showing houses on Easter. I tell them, look, it's your homework to figure this out. You're either on or you're off. It's a work day or it's not a work day. Figure out how many days you have. It's 65 or less. So, okay, point number two you wrote, balance the carrot and the stick. Say yes to rewards for exceptional achievement, but no for minimum standard achievement. Real motivation actually comes from losing what you already have for almost everybody. I know everybody claims that they're motivated by the reward, but they're motivated by loss of something.
0: Well, virtually nobody's actually. That's a psychological little uh, mindset shift that you guys should all have. And this is important, too, for your your team, too, or your staff or whoever, right? Anyone you're trying to help motivate through this last part of the year. Um, And look, guys, again, we know the headwinds are going to be all around us. Julie and I don't even need to rattle off the long list of weird things we're going to be having to deal with. The rest of the year, your job, and we're going to get to this in a future point, is to isolate yourself, actually make your world smaller, make it so you have less inputs, make it so you have you're listening to less people, you're reading less things. I know that's counterintuitive because everyone's telling you, oh, you need to be aware of politics, you need to be aware of what's going on in the world. Why? What difference does it make? And does does being aware make you actually more effective at your job? Does it make you more effective as a spouse or as a parent or as anything? Hell no! No, I think Ma- it
1: takes up too much space. It, it takes does from everything else.
0: Well, I mean, I was. This is something. An aside. This yeah. is. So I don't know if you guys have noticed. But articles in newspapers and anywhere anymore, the titles themselves have gotten longer. It used to be when you write an article, like if you guys were ever you know, taking a, a class on writing, for example, and your one of the assignments would have been to write an article for the local paper, the title of the, you know, the description of the article is typically maybe just two or three words, maybe four or five, something like that. Nowadays, it's an complete sentence. Notice that, guys. And then when you open the article, if it catches your attention, then it's always three maybe sometimes two bullet points at the top of the article that summarizes what the whole entire article says. Now, I realize a lot of that is due to SEO, but the, rea- the real bottom line is the reason that it's done that way is because the people writing the article know that most people will only read the title, only read the bullet points at the top, and won't read the actual content. But here's what's happened as a result of that. A lot of you have, have ill-informed um, opinions and decisions based on a really, uh, really limited uh, set of uh, facts, really. So people will write an article, right? And then they'll just essentially spin the article whichever direction that their political leanings are. And then most people are too lazy to actually read the entire article where you can then start to balance out what the leaning of that particular article was. So here's our suggestion. Just avoid all of it because none of it is actually pure news none of it is actually really truly designed to be a, to provide you information it's all designed to sway you one direction or the other and all this stuff that's going on right now guys you cannot have any effect on it and that's the reason that as far as politics go uh, you should always be a republic rat right be both don't be one or the other when you're both then you can be of service to both sides of the aisle you can be you can help. People, no matter what their political leanings are. I heard from one of our coaching clients, actually someone in our EXP family, that her husband was leaning two side to the left or to the right with uh, clients, and the clients fired him. And he was like beside himself because he couldn't believe he got fired. Well, he said something that offended him to what the answer was, obviously... And Mike, I am talking about you, in case you're (laughs) listening. (laughs) Uh, And your wife did tell me. So yes, this did happen. Why were you talking about politics with anybody? That's not your job. Your job is to be a professional. If you went to the dentist and your dentist was talking to you about their political leanings and had banners and signs outside of their office, even if you were in in alignment with those beliefs, is that really a type of environment you want to be in to have your teeth cleaned? No, of course not. So do not fall into the current zeitgeist and thinking you're supposed to be triggered one direction or the other. Incredibly important that you isolate yourself. But I don't know how we got on that little uh, gambit with regards to the carrot and the stick. But here is the bottom line. You you get a mosquito? Oh, good job. (laughs) But here's the bottom line. As far as the carrot and the stick goes, you are not motivated by the carrot. And neither am I. And neither is anybody. Sometimes you are, but for the most part, you're not. So if you're looking really to foster... um, really powerful motivation within yourself. Think about what you'll lose if you don't accomplish the goal. Now, as you become more financially comfortable, there's less you will feel you'll perceive that you'll lose. But also a lot of that has to do with the fact that you're fooling yourself into thinking that you're not financially vulnerable. Maybe after the COVID uh, crisis shutdown, you'll have realized how perilous a lot of your financial standings are and were. And you just need to re essentially go to that point where you were learning that the world was going to be shut down for months on end, and maybe if you're in California or one of the other states, your world is still shut down, and you need to reconnect with that and remember how vulnerable that uh, you felt, and that was what's motivated you. I am of the opinion that the reason the real estate market is doing so incredibly well right now is because so many agents were forced to do nothing for two or three months, yes, and buyers and sellers, but as a result of those agents being fearful because they were in that you know COVID lockdown uh, world, and they realized how they were so dependent on borrowed money or money that was coming from the SBA or whatnot, that they were not financially prepared. And in my opinion, what you're seeing now as a result of that sense of fear is this huge housing recovery, or whatever you want to call it. This last wave of the boom, I think, is what we're really experiencing, is a direct result of agents operating out of the fact that they don't want to be in that situation again. In other words, they're fearful of losing what they already have, and you're seeing it play out in the transactions that are happening now.
1: That's right. So point number three, and I really like this point because we have a tool that goes with this. Point number three is to focus your daily success to simply being simply accomplishing three to five things tops. Most of you guys, and we know this from Premier Coaching and from our Elite Coaching calls, most of you guys have these epic to-do lists and you're always feeling overwhelmed. Just choose three to five things, but the three to five things have to matter. So, for example, we have the real estate success game in as part of Premier Coaching which really drills down on this and actually makes it a lot of fun. But if you have to choose three to five things, lead generation always has to be number one. I would say probably lead follow-up first. If there's people waiting to hear from you that you can turn into appointments, lead follow-up. Then lead generation, of course, listing appointments, highest and best use of you, listing appointments, real honest to God pre-qualification conversations and scripting and getting people ready to be appointments. Working out, taking care of your body. If you feel like crap, you're not going to present very well, are you? So working out, taking care of your body. Showing appreciation to your family, to your clients. You know, being in gratitude, which keeps your head screwed on straight. And then of course, your center of influence, past client, uh, your database, direct contact. These are three to five things. Imagine what your world would be like if you just stuck to that list. But in the success game, we also have things like getting a price reduction if you've got listings that aren't selling. Uh, you know, putting a buyer in contract, things that actually matter to your business. Anything you want to add to that?
0: Yeah, what's the URL for that website that we made?
1: I think it's realestatesuccessgame.com. But Can you fire
0: that there. up? Yeah, I think it's real. I, I don't remember the URL. Yeah, it's
1: in Premiere, but
0: yeah. Yeah, it's in Premiere, but it's a public-facing site. It used to be where we are updating the apps for iPhone and um Android but the gist of it is is you can go in there and you get points for having accomplished specific goals for that particular day but really the most important things are the three things you know pick three to five things max and the ones that we want you definitely focusing on are lean generation listing appointments uh, real pre-qualifying um, obviously we want you to take care of your body again this is very important that you do this um, you know obviously showing um, appreciation for working uh, showing appreciation to a certain number of people every single day Centers of influence, past clients. This stuff is all that you choose the three to five things that you're going to do every single day. But the key is doing them every single day and holding yourself accountable to it as much as you possibly can. And that's the reason that we created the daily success game for you. Just, it's one of those. If you put it up here, you're going to find it. I did. Right. Okay. And then you will have more focus. Now, we also, as far as the free coaching program, we also created for you the, um, Uh, the 90-day Massive Action Plan. Okay, so the 90-day Massive Action Plan is specifically to give you a drill-down plan for the next 90 days of exactly what you're supposed to be doing every single day for the next 90 days. Julie, what are the other elements of the 90-day Massive Action Plan that they're going to get?
1: Yes, well, it has a look back so that you are very clear on what is working for you. Where has your business historically come from so that you can go after more of that because that's easier than reinventing the wheel and trying out a menu of try this and try that. Um, So we have a look back. Where are you? Are you uh, on track, ahead, or behind? If you are on track by how much and what caused that so that you can keep doing it. If you are behind, how far are you behind in terms of not just money but units so that we can figure out a specific goal? It's not enough to just say, I want to do more. I want to do better. I've never had anybody say, I want to do less, right? You have to actually define that. So if you need eight more transactions fourth quarter because you're behind by two and because your plan called for six, well, that's a lot easier to go after than just saying, I want to do more, I want to do better. So then it helps you identify where are those, let's say eight deals going to come from, and maybe you've already got two in your pipeline that you just haven't closed hard enough on. So it has you look at your lead follow-up and identify what's already there. Some of you guys have enough listing inventory right now to meet or exceed your goal, but not all of it is selling right now. So maybe you have to do some price reductions. It really is a, um, it's kind of an intense introspective look at what you're actually doing versus what your plan calls for and then helps you close the gap.
0: It's called Daily Success Game. We had it right the Thank first you. time. DailySuccessGame.com. Yeah. I was saying
1: real estate success game. I know.
0: DailySuccessGame.com. Yes. And the app is on, like I said, on um, iTunes and on, um, you know, for either your, apple device or your android device that's getting upgraded right. but you can just do it off the desktop now game.com and that's something again you should be using for your team for your brokerage for yourself individually all right next point mrs harris
1: yes next point no, i have time i do okay is uh no new projects no new anything other than clients and contacts if there is not a direct and undeniable connection between the effort and the results you should not be doing it shelf anything that's not directly related to the five things that get you paid in real estate, which are, and you guys should have these memorized, and make sure that our premier clients have this memorized, in chronological order. Generate the lead in the first place. That's known as lead generation. Then you have to do lead follow-up, pre-qualification, present, negotiate, and close. I think that's actually six. And then lather, rinse, repeat. If it's not on that list, I really don't know why you're doing it.
0: Well, the key here is is don't take on any new art projects this time of year. And an art project would be, like Julie just read to you, anything that's not going to result directly in a paycheck. Uh, with a paycheck, helping somebody. And that's really hard to discern because so many of you guys are fooled into believing some of these time-wasting activities that we rally against on this podcast are going to result in you making money and they really don't. And you don't know that they don't. And so really at the end of the day, s- s- to save yourself the hours and the billions of dollars that agents waste on looking for easy button ideas, if you're not doing one of these five to six activities, which are?
1: Which are lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, and close, lather, rinse, repeat.
0: All right, if you're not doing one of those things, then don't do it. That's really the answer. And that means like, there's so much money that's being wasted right now on branding, so much money that's being wasted on long-term lead follow-up, so much money that's been wasted on all these little gimmicks that are all designed to basically make you guys think that if you do it in essentially in enough abundance that somehow it's magically going to lead generate for you. And it's going to create for you this reputation of being the stellar real estate agent. In other words, they're trying to fool you into believing that if you spend enough money on those gimmicks that somehow you're going to shortcut the need to actually earn a stellar reputation in real estate. And that's not the way real life works. Real life works that those who are actually put in the effort and do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it for, uh, at the highest level for the you know, essentially for a long period of time and actually are able to earn uh, the right to be of service to other people because they have the skill sets necessary. Those are the people that end up basically dominating life in general because they've earned the right to, because they've earned the right to be seen as the true experts. All the other agents out there, well, people in general, who try to shortcut their way to having stellar reputations always fail. And that's the thing that social networking and social media, and that's where all that stuff is. It's designed to fool you into thinking that you can somehow Short, you know, rush to the front of the line and be seen as somebody that you haven't earned your right to be yet. Julie, does that make sense?
1: It totally makes sense. I mean, the best marketing and advertising you could have is a sold sign in somebody's yard and a really fantastically raving client about you who can't wait to tell all of their friends. And you can't buy that. You have to do that. You know? That's right. And, the, you know, I appreciate that agents want to believe that everything works all the time because, you know, they're pretty enthusiastic crowd overall. They want to believe that... What somebody's selling them is going to be the hot ticket but then the flip side is because most of that doesn't work it creates a lot of skeptic agents that you know it's kind of like the flip side to the coin but you have to remember what really makes a difference is having all of those happy clients and actually talking to them we did a whole series last week about your uh, database and how to actually handle that um, so don't be distracted by the pretty shiny things because they're lurking in your email
0: it is fascinating to me, even after all the thousands of podcasts we've done mm-hmm, yeah. and how long we've been in this industry. And it's not just us that says this. There's other people that are mm-hmm. saying it too. There's only a handful of us left out there that are actually telling agents to do the real work of real estate, like maybe two of us, yeah. three of us maybe. Because everyone else is basically flocked to the easy button things because it's easy to get agents to buy whatever it is that you have to, uh, to sell. If, you, if agents believe they don't actually have to have skill and don't actually have to ever deal with re- rejection, they can actually essentially just fake their way to success by having it so that they can just, you know, do enough videos or do enough blog posts or do enough of something else that somehow magically people are going to call them because they've somehow earned the, you know, this sort of a precarious spot in people's minds of being the real estate professional. Who knows? I mean, I read all these pitches, these things that you guys believe. And if you just think logically, so here's the logical path of thinking for you. Just try this on for size. Your goal, Julie, do you actually have a fanny pack?
1: I have a lot, a lot of equipment to
0: carry around. That there. looks amazingly interesting. You don't have to wear it. A fanny pack with daisies on it. Yes. <laughs> it's called my cell phone. Well, so if your goal is to take a listing and you can call up a seller who has a house to uh, for sale that is uh, you know, currently has their hand in their air saying, Yes, I have a house to sell. If you can call that person and you know you're reasonably confident what to say and how to say it. Okay. You know what to do. You know how to do it. We tell you exactly what to say. We tell you exactly what to say. You know, they say this, you say that we show you how to make a pre-listing pack. We show you how to make a listing presentation, how to do the whole process, everything. We lay it out in front of you. It does require your effort. It's like you buy one of these, you know, I see Zoe and my mom, uh, making these, uh, box brownies and whatever other, you know, <laughs> carborific thing that they're making. They do baking together once a week. It's Zoe's, uh, Home economics class now she's homeschooled that's my mom's end of it showing her how to bake and I see when those ingredients come out they're all in these little pouches and you're supposed to you know mix this and this and this and the other thing and you're supposed to do it in a certain order if you want to you know a consistent result that's in in alignment with what you what your stated goal is and yet agents will get these boxes full of these you know intricately measured out ingredients and they'll just do whatever the hell they want to do. They're not reading the instructions. They're just, well, I'll figure it out. You know what? I get it, the fact that you know they've been making brownies for a billion years and they know exactly how to make the ingredients and put them in the bowl in the right direction, in the right order, and do this and do the other thing. But I'm going to figure out how to do it myself. You know, that's the fallacy of real estate. And guys, that's one of the biggest reasons that this business has, in essence, almost 100% failure rate. Within 18 months or less, 85% of all agents fail. Think about that. Now, when you've been in the business for three years, your probability of lasting for a long period of time goes through the roof, but most of all agents are out of the business within really effectively 24 months or less. And why is that? Is it because they're not doing enough social networking? Is it because they didn't work on their brand enough? Is it because they didn't join a team? Is it because their logo isn't nice enough or their website isn't nice enough? Or is it because they didn't have a strong enough mindset? Is it because they didn't learn how to walk on coals or chop wood with their hands? You guys get what I'm saying here? It's not because of any of that stuff. All that stuff is just a distraction. It's a work distraction. The reason that so many agents fail is because they never learn the skills necessary to succeed. And why don't they learn the skills necessary to succeed? It's basically their fault for looking for easy buttons and being and reinforced everywhere they turn. In other words, if you're looking for an easy button, you're going to easily stumble across social networking and you're going to say, well, I know how to do that. That's easy. Oh, there you go. Now you just have to do it this way. You have to say this. You have to message this way. Then you have to overlay with a bunch of video and then you have to do 17 other things. And you know, now you have this really ridiculously, overly analytical insanely complicated lead follow-up system that's you know nurturing a drip campaign that's these are the things that you guys think are actually going to make it so you're going to sell real estate. Well, if that were true, why is there effectively a 100% failure rate in this business? Why is it that, you know, 85% of all realtors fail after about a year and a half? Why is that? It's because they weren't doing the real work of real estate because, and honestly, I don't think it's because they haven't stumbled across our podcast or they haven't stumbled across our book because at this point, you know, this podcast has been, I'm sure on virtually everyone in real estate's iPhone or Android device or headed there now. So it's because they didn't want to do the real work because they thought they could find shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. That's the thing you guys have to accept. And it sucks, trust me, I wish there were shortcuts, right? I really, really do wish there were shortcuts for virtually everything in life, but they don't exist. The real shortcut, if you want to know if there is one, the real one is knowing that there aren't any. Because if you accept the fact that there are no shortcuts, then you save your time from from looking for shortcuts and wasting your money on things that are marketed to you as a shortcut. I, and I guess, guys, at the end of the day, you hear Julie and I say these things to you all the time on the podcast. You know they're true. But I wonder how many of you right after this podcast are just going to go back doing the passive thing and hoping and praying somehow miraculously you're not going to be a real estate roadkill in two years or less. How many of you actually are going to do what we ask you to do and suggest you do so you can be somebody that's in this industry for a long period of time? Guys, not everything in life is supposed to be fun or enjoyable. You don't have to feel passion uh, for what you're doing uh, to be rich at it, to become rich from doing it rather. None of those things are true. What you do have to do is you have to earn the right to be of service to other people. And the only way you do that is having the skills that they're willing to pay for. Hopefully you guys intuitively know what I'm telling you is the truth so if there's anything I can do for you anything we can do for you if you guys want to talk to Julie and I directly about joining our exp group um, we are obviously looking for partners for our exp group you could feel free to text me directly at 512-758-0206 512-758-0206. Again, if you want to join Julie and I's EXP group, just uh, text me directly at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening and thank you for continuing to make this the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents. Have a fantastic day.